And it's 4 o'clock, and what that means is it's time for the elephant in the room. Hello, Howard and Richard. Greetings. Uh, good greetings. afternoon. When you say uh, you're independent radio station. Nobody's holding me up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> oh, uh, You're not yeah. like Moses. You don't have one on each side, don't, metaphorically or literally. No on. crunches back here yet. <laughs> greetings, folks. We're here. We're here. Yes, we are. Glad you are. If you are, if you're not, you should be. Huh? <laughs> okay, that makes sense to me, I guess. <laughs> well, what did, we were going to talk about all sorts of things today, but then at lunch yesterday, we got to talking about Mr. Trump's uh, announcement for a re-election. Yeah. Let's put all the drug dealers in death row. Yes. Did y'all catch that? <laughs> no, missed that part. Oh, no. Got to go back and watch it. Very educational. Is that right the, after uh, the you know, entire you, speech? You uh, chopped the legs off of the jaywalkers. Well, you didn't say anything about that. He said that a single drug dealer during their course of being a drug dealer, a.k.a. the course of their life, will probably kill 500 people. So what? So what he said. Well... And he never lies. Come on. <laughs> I, I was going to say, there's a, it, it could be a, just a bit of hyperbole there. No. I have, I have not seen any statistics on that. Well, you know, in the, in the much larger cities, he's probably onto something. Now. I don't know if, you know, Podunk oh, Coleman, sure they'd kill that many. But. Well, I'm yeah. I'm sure in, in some cities and some dealers could kill a lot more than 500. Yeah. So... In Chicago, drug dealers kill almost as many people as gun dealers. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Once once again, the uh, the guy behind the control board derails the entire show. So. Hey, that's part of it, too. <laughs> yeah, but the guy behind the control board controls the board. That's right. That's it. So we're either on or off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I I think our our thesis in general was that a lot of narrative exploration that should be done between now and the next two years. Right. Before the election starts in earnest. Because there are so many things that can go on with that. Yeah, just like that. Five, kill 500 people. Well, I, nobody that I know of has accused him of killing anybody. I'm not in the drug dealers killing 500 <laughs> people. How, how do you how do you substantiate that? Well, it's generally just by saying it. I think he goes and interviews all the dead people <laughs> after they vote. <laughs> well, that, if, that if, was good. Yeah. <laughs> if he can declassify something just by thinking it. And you it must be that way. Well, there is Go interview so, the dead people. There is so much involved with this situation. It just did you ever hear that story about uh, the tar baby, Uncle Remus? Oh yes. Now that's not a politically correct cart or, or story. Well, I mean, back on to the original subject. I mean, my my brain just connected some dots. You know, when COVID was going on. If anything killed you, it was COVID. Yep. Well, yep. I guess with, with fentanyl crossing our borders, if anything kills you now, it's fentanyl. So, oh, my well, it is yeah. a pretty 
deadly substance, and oh, people yes, don't know. Yes. They, they don't label their uh, um, drugs very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it must be pretty serious stuff. I heard on the radio news uh, maybe last week, maybe earlier this week, I think down in Selma, they had four or five students that were rushed to the hospital, and one of them died, and they think all they did was, was come in contact with it. Oh. Yeah, and, and that's possible. I, I, I ask people that come see me to bring drugs. I want to see what you're taking. But, uh. That's risky, probably. Well, <laughs> it, it used to be, but I, I got wise. I decided, okay, you bring them, but you know, you take them out of the bottle and Yourself. you set them on the desk <laughs> yeah. there. I'm not and then touching you pick them. Up. <laughs> yeah, you pick them up and then yeah, I'm not touching well, them. You know, the first time I heard about fentanyl as a, a drug of abuse, it's been probably 20 years ago or more. Yeah. And it was used, it was a pharmaceutical drug used by uh, an anesthesiologist yep. Yep. to uh, get high on. Yep. And it's supposed to be a multiple uh, in strength of uh, morphine. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't know. I've never taken it. But if you're using drugs, Oh, yeah. We have a phone. Just making sure it worked. Uh, 256-737-9505. Give us a call. That would help. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or they could just, you know, send us a message on Facebook. That would work. Or they could not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. I don't know. Do they they still censor you on Facebook? I don't think so, yeah. (laughs) You can send us a message on Twitter. Actually, you can't. But apparently it would get through now on Twitter if you wanted to do that. I don't like Twitter. I've never used it. I've I mean, never I don't used it either. Use any of those? Uh, uh, I guess I'm not a social person. Really? Yeah. Okay, uh, Howard. Explain to me how you got on Facebook, but you didn't get on Twitter. Uh, I at one time ran for political office, I, and and based on that, I can assure you, there's 1,505 smart people in Coleman. <laughs> That's how many votes I got. Okay. And I set up a Facebook page, and that was before the time of Twitter. I am not a real technologically astute person. You're about 15 years ahead of me, Howard. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what a computer is. I can turn it on. I can turn it off. And a More few in, other things. Inquiring minds in the control room want to know, and there's, there's nobody on Facebook asking, did you do this yourself or did you have a grandchild help you? Uh, <laughs> I, I had a friend do it, uh, Sarah Beth Harbison. Uh, okay. Does she have children? Uh, no. <laughs> no oh, uh, okay. She was, she was like 12 or 13 at well, the time. Well, she, she had the, yeah. Had the, the know-how, yeah. Yeah, that's before I had Well, my grandson used to help us when we were in Louisville. Yeah. And he's a bit far away now to help us. Yeah. Well, as they say, I'll shut up and the show must go on. So. Yeah, we, we were thinking uh, that there were several things. Number one, people lie. No. Yeah, people lie. Do politicians lie? I'm not talking about politicians. I'm talking about people that that give answers to the poll folks. They lie. They tell you one thing. I guarantee you they lie because I was looking for a red tsunami. Well, I didn't even get a pink trickle. I had a friend explain to me that that's because of harvesting votes. The Democrats are harvesting votes for... And I'm sorry, I, I I have trouble with with that. I don't even know what that means. Well, 
You know, one thing we do know is, and I don't know why, but Democrats tend to vote absentee. They'll yeah. mail their ballots in. Now, I don't know how often there are, are people who go around and help them fill out their ballots. No. And, and help them send them in. But see, when the voting's not done at the polling place, you can't say. What what's wrong with walking yourself down to the polling place and voting? Well, in two thousand twenty it was because of the COVID virus. Yeah. And I'm sure it'll be even worse by two thousand twenty four. <laughs> Whatever it is. I mean something that, will But that's we're not here just to, to talk about that or about how the election was stolen. Because that's, that's ancient history. It is. But we do have one person who has announced that they would like to be the next president of the United States. Our Father who art in heaven. And I will have to say there are so many potential problems with that. I think whoever is going to support him needs to think it through before they do that. Not saying don't. I'm just saying. No, you have the right to support anybody you want to. You have the right to vote for anybody you want to. But make an informed, intelligent decision. There you decision. go. That's the thing. Consider. Because, okay, regardless of how we got here, where we are is the uh, House. Isn't it the House? The, whoever's holding the hearings on the January 6th thing, the January 6th uh, committee I, I think that's a house is um, they are definitely out to put Mr. Trump in jail but if it is a house they will be abruptly over right poof gone right but that's not the only place where further action can take place. Well, because the district attorney of the state of New York there is you go like already over tax evasion among other things i don't Lying even know what all the and i didn't realize that was such a serious crime Ooh, well i don't apply for credit anyway but it's a in fact please don't it's it's not good for you to have credit or to use credit having it's great but using it is not I never figured out if you can't pay for it today, what's going to change is you can pay for it over the next 48 years. <laughs> well, there are a lot of people who, are, if they buy a house right now, are going to be figuring that out pretty quick. Cause uh -huh. that's, but see, we're off the topic again. So, Mr. Trump, it's, okay, he is under uh, surveillance, or is it um, there are some charges being filed against him over his income tax or not or that's what they want him to I don't uh, think they've gotten his income tax really worked into the equation the state of New York is upset because he overestimated his worth and underestimated his liabilities and just basically flat, flat out lied about his financial condition to obtain loans to loans okay and that does not surprise me. 
Uh, just like why has he fought so hard to prevent his tax returns from being uh, public? He's the only president we've had that I know of who has not made them public. Now, anything you want to contradict, 256? I don't know the rest of it. <laughs> 9505. Yeah, 256-737-9505. But that, I don't think that's totally... Yeah, I didn't want to get in there and contradict y'all, but I'm I'm still pretty much a Trump fan. And, I mean, my point of view, and I think he's even said this, I mean, what bank doesn't verify their loans before they go out and issue them? And, um, I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but the statement's been made. You know, he hasn't defrauded any banks. You know, he's paid back everything, that he's, except for his bankruptcies, like Atlantic City. But, you know. Okay. Well, but, I've, I'm not an expert on tax law or any of those things. I'm not an expert but, on anything. Well, I've I've become an expert on trying to get financing. I don't want to, because I would be (laughs) screaming off the top of my head on that. Yeah, overestimate you. But yeah, I I guarantee you the banks do lots of due diligence before they'll offer you a penny. So, well, if you're borrowing ten thousand dollars, they will want all the uh, collateral they can find. But if they give you fifty million dollars, they don't even. They just want your signature. So and and there again, that depends on your stature in the community. Yeah, it does. Well, all right, let's talk about uh, Trump Industries or Trump whatever for a minute. I mean, do they have any collateral? Uh, yeah, I mean they've got a building in like most major cities, do they not? I mean Los Angeles. No, I don't know about there, but Las Vegas, I know. Yeah. New York. Uh, and I know they've got some in some other places because I've seen coverage of them. Well, they've got some in oh, Mar- countries. What's it, Mar-a-Lago? Yep. Mar-a-Lago. They, they did own uh, what the post office. They renovated it and made a hotel out of it in Washington. That only took them 20 years to get that through the and government. Trump Towers. Wasn't that in New York? So, I mean, I think they've got a little collateral, don't you all? Oh, well, yeah, it, it depends on, on how much they've got borrowed against it. That's true. And I have a feeling that's part of what the problem is. Yeah, they may be upside down. They may have understated their liability to get the loan to increase their liability. Could Boy, be. That would be Could something. Be. Well, understate your liability to get the loan so you'll increase your liability. Well, it makes you look better. Yeah. But let's and say I'm... A, there's a lot of that that goes on in politics. Let's period. say I'm going to refinance a property. Okay, are they going to take my word on it of what that's worth, or are they going to order an appraisal? Yeah, I think they're going to order an appraisal. So why is that well, on him? All, all I have refinanced and financed, they have sent someone round. Yep. Okay. So I don't think it really matters, I mean, what he put on his application. I mean, the the bank should have asked him to change it instead of, you know, the government coming back and saying, oh, you falsify this. And, and like I said, I mean, the banks, I think, I mean, unless they just, you know, you're worth Whatever you're worth, we're not going to worry about due diligence on you. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, but I don't, I don't think that's well, last Bertie Madoff about that. Yeah, you or know, he, or this new Bitcoin thing that yeah, made several that, billion FTX, dollars disappear in a week. FTX, <laughs> isn't that the name of it? I'm a tech guy, and I can't even wrap my head around that one. Well, I've I, heard I, all sorts of things never, about that. Never but. could wrap my head around air money. It. It reminds me of watching a Star Trek episode, and the bartender, who's Whoopi Goldberg, not my favorite person today, but was pretty cool 20 years ago, she has this <laughs> drink in the bar, and she's like, 
if you do this, and then she like warms it up one degree and it goes poof, that's what happens. <laughs> it's like, well, that's what happened to the money, I guess. Yeah. And I know a lot of people that. that were techies that were playing around with crypto and they really tried to get me into it. I never did. Um, I prefer real money. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, I watched a special actually on, uh, I think CNBC the other night about another bankruptcy year. This was actually a, a cryptocurrency heist that happened like in 2016 or something. Right. I and remember that. Four billion dollars <laughs> disappeared off that. So this is not, uh, this is not yeah. something new. Well, and, and see, that's part of the reason that I would not be involved with it. Another reason is if you have uh, Bitcoin, you have to remember how to get to it. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. nobody will help you get to it. If you forget your password, forget it. Oh, there there was one guy that had a whole bunch of money, and uh, he was he died. I think he had a car accident or something. They can't get the money because they can't get into his no. wallet. It's no, there's it's no just, way to get yeah, it. I mean, I don't, I don't know where, because apparently there's this, this public ledger that you can see it, but you can't get to it without, and it would take you, like if you try to generate the key, way longer than our lifetimes to try to guess what well, the key is. Well, that's why there are companies that try to make a living mining Bitcoin. They're trying to find that, that combination of numbers, I guess, that represents one or more of those uh, Bitcoin. Yeah, my understanding is it's some kind of algorithm that only produces certain so much. And if you know more about this than me, please call in 256-737-9505. But keep it but, simple because we're, yeah, we're having when, trouble following it. Whenever you generate a Bitcoin, that's like the printing press has printed money. And then that Bitcoin is worth something, but it's got to be generated or discovered is probably the better term to use first before it is uh, brought into existence. Right. And that's called mining. Well, okay. Yeah. So. But now, if you bought Bitcoin at $60,000, it got to 68000 some odd dollars uh, less than about a year, less than a year ago. Not worth that now. <laughs> I think the last I saw it, it was around 16500 yeah. somewhere around there. I don't understand. Pretty insane. Yeah. So... Anyway, oh, and my understanding is if you you want to try to convert that to currency in any country, good luck. I mean, you can do it, but then there's going to be all kinds of questions like, you know, where did you get this? Why have you got this? What do you want to do with like it's you know almost like trying to take out a loan, and that's to try to convert it from cryptocurrency back to some kind of monetary value. Well, which country in Central America has changed over to Bitcoin for their currency? Is it El Salvador? No, it's not El Salvador. Well, I haven't heard about that, but I mean, you want you want to have an educational conversation about this, all right? So we drop the U.S. dollar, and let's let's absorb Bitcoin as our currency. So you said one Bitcoin is worth like sixteen thousand dollars right now, right? So I'm going to take one Bitcoin to McDonald's and order a quarter pounder. How am I going to pay for that? Or you can't your get wallet. with a bit. <laughs> well, yeah, your wallet, you can send X number of dollars. Point oh 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 six five Bitcoin? <laughs> yeah, I mean. that's what, that, as I understand it, that's how it's done. Mm. That's and, too complicated for my brain. Well, and that depends on what the, the going rate at the time of the transaction is. <laughs> so my head just poofed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at McDonald's, by the time you order your quarter pounder and you get it, I mean, it might have changed like, you know, hundreds of dollars in five minutes. So. 
Well, guys, let's let's take a break real quick. Uh, we think about uh, how many Bitcoin it costs to listen to this program. And uh, y'all give us a call, 256-737-9505. You're listening to The Elephant in the Room on Coleman's Live 95.5. Live 95 is brought to you in part by Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point, now with several locations across the state but still located in the heart of Coleman County. They are a proud sponsor of Coleman Community Radio on Live 95. Merchants Bank of Alabama, a division of South Point Bank, member FDIC. No Bitcoin was harmed in the making of that commercial. Do you or a loved one suffer from treatment-resistant depression? Depression can be bad. Start living your full life. If you suffer from depression and don't know where to turn, you can think TMS therapy. TMS is a non-invasive way to treat multiple mental health disorders. Sound Mind TMS and Coleman can help. For more information, you can call Sound Mind TMS at 256-735-9475 or visit their website at soundmindtms.com. Dr. Robert Smith and his staff can help, so stop suffering. You can think TMS therapy. Hi, I'm Tommy. And I'm Angela. We're the Warhurst team at Hagamore Realty Group. We help people's dreams come true, whether it's a first-time buyer or someone looking for their forever home. And thanks to you, the Warhurst team is the number one realtor team in Coleman. Thank you for trusting us to sell your property or help you find your dream home. We're the Warhurst team at Hagamore Realty Group. We make it happen. You make it home. You can find us on Facebook at the Warhurst Team Realtors or via email, thewarhurstteam at gmail.com. And welcome back to the Elephant in the Room with Richard and Howard. Well, we are back. Howard, you here? I'm here. <laughs> and Donald, but Donald was not invited to this show. So. No, but although his ears are probably burning because we've been talking a little about him anyway. For some reason, we keep getting off the topic. But I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how the people in the United States States feel about unleashing a president that the rest of the world neither likes nor respects. Are we talking about Joe Biden? Well, we could be. <laughs> are we talking was... about the one before him? Yeah. Or, or are we talking about Fetterman? He's not the president. <laughs> he may want For how long? And <laughs> In two years, we're going to be faced with a choice in all probability, unless we get our thinking fixed up and our narrative straight, with two undesirables as far as the world is concerned. I'm I'm not, you can vote for anybody you want to. (laughs) Right. But as far as the world is concerned, there's going to be two people out there. But Howard, welcome. Let's look at it this way. Welcome to the 21st century. This is the new American way. Yeah. What happens? And that's my problem. <laughs> well, what happens if Mr. Trump does not get the Republican nomination, and yet he starts a third-party candidate? Then they will reelect the other party. Yep. Right. Ross Perot did that. <laughs> that has already been tried. Yep. I was thinking right. that. I agree. And I have a feeling that that's what he would do, just based on a number of What, what would it be, the MAGA party? <laughs> it could be. I'm not sure what that would be. 
and and I won't name it. <laughs> I haven't wrapped my head around what the media is doing with this yet because they're trying to shoot themselves in the foot by saying, "Hey, look, Donald Trump is coming back. He's entered the arena." By the way, we don't think he's the best candidate, but please watch us and click us because we like your money. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you right. think they'd be all over it. Somebody got to understand that news is not about news. It's about revenue. Oh, yeah. It's all about revenue. Wow. Unless you're a non-profit local radio station. Wait. And then you hey, can't let, make any let, money, let, can let, you? Let, <laughs> me, let me get my NPR voice going here. Thank you for listening to the local oh, radio God, station. <laughs> You know, you do sound like PBS. <laughs> it makes me want to have a PBR. <laughs> but that's, I that's must talk as me. long as I can in one monotone voice without any... Yeah, okay, well, whatever. You used to have a guy in Birmingham that did that better than anybody I've ever heard. I can't think of his name now. Slender, gray-headed guy. Is he still alive? I don't think so. <laughs> well, that narrows it down, doesn't it? <laughs> so if you have an opinion about Anything. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we're we're a versatile, eclectic. And you got a two-for-one show this week, because, by the way, we're not here next week. Oh, that's right. We're not here next we're week. We're actually taking uh, Thanksgiving off. Are we? Yeah, I think well, we're, we're yeah. going to go out and, and seek of turkey, because not here. There is none. And Donald told me I would not have a turkey this year. Hmm. No, we'll have one in two years. <laughs> the way it's going, we may have two of them. <laughs> or maybe three, I don't know. Hmm. If, but if I hear about another mandate when you've got 50% of the vote plus one, I may throw up. Right, who got a mandate? Nobody. Well, the Democrats. They Who'd didn't in this election here? No. I mean, we're almost a perfectly balanced country, if you listen to the talking heads well oh, yeah and if you look at the between votes between the far left and the far right and, and, the, the, and the dead people on the uh and the dead senate. people yeah the dead no the dead people the senate is uh democratic it's 50 yeah. to 49 right now as i understand it and there's a runoff election in georgia so if you want to go over and vote <laughs> well i would like to inform our listening audience that i was not invited to the Howard and Richard lunch today. I have not received a copy of today's <laughs> talking points before I break into this next subject, but explain to me why efficient states can have election results by the end of the day and non-efficient states or non-honest states take a month. Oh, that is a very good question. Hang on, let me find a mic to drop somewhere. <laughs> okay. Well, now there, I'm not sure which election it was, but there was one that was won by one vote. Really? Yep. And I, I believe they're doing a recount on that. I would hope so. And then I think they'll do another recount until somebody <laughs> wins, <laughs> until they lose a vote or two. Was it a significant election? I, I believe it was the House of Representatives, but I'm not sure. Well, I, if they've got three or four votes ahead or three or four people ahead, they don't really make any difference. But well, it does. They get elected and they go to Washington and, yeah. and misrepresent their district. I mean, represent their district. 
So, I, as you can tell, I've, I'm not a big fan of politics or politicians. I have a bit of a bias so in that direction. You don't know which came first, politician or liars. Right. Yeah, and there is an old saying, well, several of them, about how you can tell a politician's lying. Uh, bah, 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 His bah, mouth bah. is moving. <laughs> so, any politicians out there, take that to heart. <laughs> Try being honest for a change. Gosh, that would be refreshing, wouldn't it? Well, let's put it this way. It'd be very hard to be elected. Mm-hmm. That's why I... Uh, and that... That's why people lie, because you really don't want to hear what they really think. You want to hear what you want to hear. Yeah, and you don't want them to do what's good for the country. I want them to pave my road. Well, yeah, and I want tax benefits for uh, you know the, the industries in Coleman County. Mm-hmm. That makes them stronger and gives us more business. Uh, just like it used to be with the um, bases, Army, Air Force, stuff yeah. like that. Man, those were plums, weren't they? They were. They were huge sources of income to entire districts of a state, not just a, a community, but five or six counties. Mm. And when it closes, it really has an effect. So how do we... How do we convince people that the only way to have a micro-economy that's fair is to have a macro-economy that's fair? And can is that possible? Well, we have some difficulties with that whole process these days. You know, uh, true competition involves... It used to be an individual would go out and make something, find something, go to a market and sell it to another Mm -hmm. individual, Mm -hmm. and then they would buy it and Mm -hmm. either use it or turn around and sell it to somebody else. Yep. Okay. But we've gotten away from that. What we've got now is huge businesses, which government likes because it makes the oversight of those businesses so much easier. And, and that also makes it, what's that, uh, barriers to entry that much higher. Mm-hmm. So you can't mm-hmm. just go start a manufacturing company and make chips. No, and you can't, can't start an automobile manufacturing company and make cars. DeLorean proved that. Well, but Elon Musk managed to. But you know where he got the money? He, uh, he was one of the founders of PayPal, or was it uh, eBay? I have no idea. It was it was related to uh, internet finance, and made I believe it was several billion dollars that way. Well, the guy that founded Amazon, he's walking right behind him. He probably would have had that much too if he hadn't divorced his wife. <laughs> well, I don't think he had a lot of choice about that, Howard. <laughs> he did. He just didn't exercise his good judgment. Um, <laughs> Well, Jeff Bezos is another one who has has started a rocket company, mm-hmm. and he and and uh, Mr. Musk both have are actually doing a fairly good job of uh, exploring or, or encouraging our space program. Yeah, 
And I don't think a group of 50 or 60 investors in Coleman County could have come up with that. Just the Probably money's not. not there. Access to the brains and the training and all of that's not here. So so I looked him up. Yeah, what did you find? Musk co-founded the online bank X.com, which Was I've never heard of. Was that it? Okay. Which merged with Confinity in 2000 to form PayPal. So it was, okay. I, I was right by mistake. <laughs> eBay, in turn, sometimes. bought PayPal in 2002 for $1.5 billion. So he got a fair amount of so money out of he that. He took that money and started SpaceX. Well, if I'd known that, I'd have given him some competition. I'd have bid against him. <laughs> <laughs> well, with <yeah>. Bitcoins. <laughs> <laughs> or one of those other coins. Uh, and it, it wasn't all that. I mean, even, and sinker. <laughs> even prior to that, he had a web software company called Zip2, and that was acquired by Compaq in 1999 oh, for okay. $307 million. Uh-huh. So, yeah, he's, he's had a couple of... That. All right. Apparently, you have a much better chance of being Elon Musk if you live in Silicon Valley. So. Well, or lived there. He yeah. lives in Texas now. Yeah. Well, or wherever I think he, he lives, wherever he be. wants to live, right? right now. Wherever he is, yeah. that day. he could be like the Airbnb guy and just decide to live in somebody's Airbnb whenever he wants to. So, yeah. well, yeah, you wouldn't have to worry quite so much about eavesdropping. You just go to a different house every day, <laughs> <laughs> or every week, whatever. So, this next election, we do have an awful lot. Of yeah of things that need to be considered. And our, my own feeling at this point in time is that Mr. Trump is has been damaged too much by the, the hearings in Washington. The and in two months, that won't matter at all, Richard, because he'll be doing so many rallies and he'll be getting so much quote-unquote good press, nobody will remember any of that stuff. I don't think so. I think a number of voters have, I mean, there, there's a certain number of voters that wouldn't have voted for him for, I mean, at all. Oh, well, let, let me add this. For those of you who think Elon Musk will save the country and run for president, sorry, he's from South Africa. Right. He he wasn't born here. No can do. Unless, he's not from here. Unless you have, can convince Congress a, to pass did, an amendment. <laughs> didn't we have a president from South Africa? Well, they said Obama was, but yeah, no, know. his dad was from a, a, one of the countries in Africa. I don't remember which one. Uh, anyway, but that's another another uh, show we could do. Yeah. So next week we're going to rename the show from the elephant in the room to whatever. Okay. <laughs> so whatever. All right. Well, we've gotten off on Elon and Jeff Bezos. Uh, Richard Branson, is he next? He's the other one that's done a, a private enterprise rocket type yeah, business. Yeah. Oof. Let there be light. I can see you now, Howard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that's good. Oh, well. <laughs> but there, there's, um, what, I, I think American people may have to ask themselves a question. What do we want in a president? Well, let's put it this way. 
there are a large number of people that thought uh, President Trump's agenda in terms of the border, in terms of uh, getting along with you know China mm-hmm. and other yeah. countries, yeah. the NATO, you know, hey, you need to pull your own weight kind of thing. I, I mean, there there are a lot of us that think that was really the direction we need to go. Does it really make any sense that they think or they are telling us that we are perfectly balanced right now, 50% Republican, 50% Democrat? No. No. Well, that's like, well, let me see if I can come up with something that's like that. You have a soda straw that's got a 100-pound weight on each end, and it's sitting on a pencil in the middle. Is that that may be balanced, but it isn't going to last. <laughs> it doesn't work very well. Let's put it that way. I, I guess the thing that that really bothers me is to think that there are fifty people on the right, and the other side, the left, has fifty people, and they are so programmed to the party narrative that they can't think for themselves and don't ever vote anyway except I'm going to vote for that because it's a Democrat. I'm going to vote for that because it's Republican. Okay, now do you want to really screw that that up? Yeah. Okay, fewer than 25% or maybe it's 35% of the registered voters or people who could vote do vote. So whoever gets elected it, it couldn't be a mandate because we don't know what the majority of people in this county, in any county, state, or, or in the whole United States, what they really want. Why do people not vote? I don't know, Howard. You'd think there was still a, a $50 poll tax. I, I I think there ought to be a, a maybe negative or reverse poll tax. You don't vote, you get fined. Or how about if you come in and vote, you get five bucks, regardless. Well, regardless of which party you vote for or which candidate. That, that, that would buy you almost. Okay, fifteen bucks. Is that better? <laughs> yeah, that'd buy you almost enough gas to go to the polls and back. But then, but then, if you do that incrementally, maybe not by much, but you have increased inflation. You can't put non-earned money in the pipeline without it increasing inflation based on the theory of economics. Right. We, You know, we talked about that before, hadn't we? Yeah. And they didn't listen, did they? No, and I, I just wish it was a requirement for politicians to have at least three or four courses in economics. Mm-hmm. And I don't mm-hmm. mean economics of government, because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's all horse hockey anyway. Well, economics of government and accounting for government and all that stuff, you know, it ought to be taught somewhere else, and I don't know. The Soviet Union yeah. <laughs> or China, yeah. that would be a good yeah. place for yeah, it. Yeah, it would. But, yeah, that, that would be interesting. Ronald Reagan is the only president we've had that had a good foundation in economics. Well, and... There were a lot of people who who did not like him. There were also a large number of people that thought he was wonderful. 
Yeah. And I happen to think he did a very good job. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the way it is with uh, Trump, isn't it? Well, except I'm not sure he did a very good job mm-hmm. with everything. Now, you know, like we were talking about, his international um, uh, positions, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of us thought were excellent. But when he started talking about the virus, you know, the COVID virus and what was that? The, the medication he swore was a, would work for treating that. Uh, it was a animal wormer. That's what it was. Yeah. But I can't remember the name of it. See, if anybody can remember, just text us. Call us. Or call us, yeah. Bring us a bandana split by. Um, you know, the thing is, he had to be the expert on everything. Yeah. And and I don't care who you are. You are not the expert on everything. Mm-hmm. And being able to lean on the people that you count on to have those jobs is important. I think he had a degree in business, didn't he? From, uh, was it Harvard? No, he didn't go no, to Harvard. No. It was an Ivy League school, though, wasn't it? It, w- it was a basically a business school. Can't think of it. Hmm. Well, I don't know. But I just think that, um, you know, if more people voted, we would come closer to having a consensus view of what the United States should do. And even if we ended up exactly where we are right now, we would have a consensus view. And we you would have, have to look at it and say, well, this is what the people have voted for. You can't have a consensus view with third with a third of the population. Or less. Right. No. And you certainly don't have a mandate. And I don't know how many people I've heard talk about their mandate from the people as though it were an overwhelming, you know, Thing. This is what the people want. No, it's what mm-hmm. their uh, followers want. Yeah, it, it, there's a big difference in that too. Well, just like we talked about before with the border and the uh, illegal aliens or the immigration anyway, uh, having a border there with a wall or a a valid boundary that can't just be crossed to be crossing it mm-hmm. <coughs> um, is important. Doesn't mean we have to decide. Oh, you can't uh, come in because you're from Mexico or you're from Central America. Now that's where we need to have some discussion. Yeah, is how many yeah. do we let in? What background do they need to have? What health issues do they have um, and those related things so you know it's nobody is talking about the true issues they're they're dwelling on just the the one section of it that they want to be heard yeah Wharton School of Business okay and that's not a bad school no so How do we convince people they need to vote? 
Hmm. If I knew the answer to that, somebody a lot smarter than me would know the answer to that. <laughs> and we might have more people voting. I don't think there is one answer or there's, you know, one one thing we could do that will make it 80% of the population instead of 25%. Yeah, not even $15. Well, I'd much rather spend $15 to get people to vote than to spend $150,000 to pay off somebody's college. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bills. Because <coughs> that's... How many people didn't go to college? More than did. And yet... They're the ones that are being allowed to pay for the people who were privileged to go to college. Uh, they're being taxed. And what about the people that paid for their uh, education? What? Me. Me. I paid well, I for did mine. too. <coughs> or paid off their debts, you know, paid off their student loans. See, that's one of the big differences uh, I enjoy being a I, my wife calls it middle of the road it's not I enjoy my position because it's not about being taken care of mm -hmm. it's not about taking care of somebody else it's about taking care of yourself and being responsible for yourself Yeah, and those are the things that are our government, well, no, the Democratic government that we have, the Democrats in power, they are, are in effect, making everybody more dependent on the government. They are taking away their ability to take care of themselves, to make decisions, to, well, to save money. You know, we've had a... a lower interest rates for the last since 2009 wasn't it somewhere around there um than anybody could justify mm -hmm. and by doing that it's allowed people well you can borrow more money you can borrow more for your car well then the price of cars went up you can borrow money for your house well the price, price of houses has gone up and so we have been fed all of this stuff the same thing with student loans yeah and then it comes time to pay it off well the government's going to save you from that who's paying that you me and are all the poor people that never been inside the door of a college and the their kids and grandkids and great-grandkids mm -hmm. so i you know i that's what i have trouble with yeah, but the interesting thing is that uh, if you don't have a house now, stick around. There are going to be some houses going on the market. Well, foreclosures, they're going to be going. And I'm afraid there are going to be a lot of them around Coleman, the way we're building. Mm -hmm. But we'll just have to wait and see. Interest rates have, have gotten up to, what is it, over 7% now? I think it's a little over 7 that's a fur cry from two and a half. Yeah, it is. 
And who's going to sell their house with a two and a half percent mortgage to buy one with a seven and a quarter percent mortgage? So that's that's a problem. Well, the other thing is, who are you going to sell it to? Yeah. Because they can't afford it. They can't afford the interest rate. Well, and with the the way we're going with mechanization, robotics, and related things, a lot of jobs are going to disappear. Yeah. And those... I I saw a, a cute little thing on poured houses using uh, 3D printers. I've heard of that, yeah. It, it was like in a day and a half, two days, the, the printer set up and it just controlled that concrete and made rolls and finished it up and you got to the top of it and it put the roof on it. And, <laughs> oh, wow. No carpenters. Crazy. Nope. And no, no laborers, mm. no cleanup crew other than, you know, the maintenance people to make sure the machine's working right. Yeah. Well, they're flipping hamburgers by machine now, too. Yeah. So even those jobs will be disappearing. Well, there's restaurants. I think someone said in California where that the, the humans never touch your burger, your money, anything else. You put on an app what you want. The app feeds it into the computer. The computer cooks it, sets it out, and puts it all in one on, little box. And, and one pays and, and takes your money off yeah. of your, um, yeah, your, your I mean, it won't, chip. won't start the order till it gets your money. And it's probably in a rolling kiosk, so they don't have to pay like for a building and that type of thing. And they finally learned how to make money in California. Yeah, yeah. Well, <clears throat> they had to. It, uh, you know, the the state set up a board to oversee minimum wage for uh, restaurant workers. <laughs> right. It's going. I believe. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what they're. You know they're asking for or are well enforced. You know for the well, private enterprise on that. So I've heard we've had ten thousand laid off from Amazon, seventy five percent of Twitter laid off, ten thousand laid off from Meta slash Facebook. Where are all these people going to go? What's that going to do to the the ratio of the people looking for work? I don't know, but as they told the pipeline people, y'all just go out and get another job. Yeah. Well, and that's they're going to the exasperate thing. homelessness. Trained, I'm guessing it will. You yeah. trained for one job, and all of a sudden, you're not trained. Uh, the job you can get, you're not trained for. Because I don't see how you can be a carpenter if you've been a computer programmer. And y'all have heard the main reason for those layoffs, right? Advertising has basically stopped on the internet. That's yeah. That's I've heard that, and that's because of the expectation that we'll be going into a recession. Yep. Of course, they're they're the Fed is trying to put us close to that. They're playing chicken with that. Yeah. With yeah. the idea that they will not, uh, we they will keep us from having thoughts that the inflation is going to continue and continue and continue. Yeah, you, you know how when when people are in the hospital and they're really sick and they they put them in an induced coma. <laughs> I've that's, heard of that. That's, that's the economy, right? That's what the Fed's <laughs> trying to do to the economy. They're trying to put us into an induced coma. Well, and the, there's reason for that. See, yeah. the expectation that inflation is going to continue will cause it to continue. 
Mm-hmm. Well, now I've heard that maybe it's topped out. What do y'all think? Uh, I'm not sure. Probably not. Well, uh, it's it's teetering. I don't think it's it. The Fed can the Fed can sway it one way or the other, and it depends on federal funding. Mm. Yep. You know, we're going to be putting trillions of dollars in the infrastructure. They're putting hundreds of billions of dollars into new chip factories in Ohio. Um, Huntsville is putting billions of dollars in SpaceX and and, uh, what's uh, Blue Origin or something is Jeff Bezos. Yep. Uh, Let me tell you all this. I mean, I haven't been around as long as y'all have, but y'all have just as good a memory as Ah. some of this stuff as I do. But when the Great Recession hit in 2008... We actually saw prices fall, and fall pretty substantially in some cases. Well, yeah, I, you're right, but here's the problem. The, as an example, the railroads are almost undoubtedly going to go on strike. Three or more of the unions have voted to reject the contract. Uh, we, are, we have a dearth of <clears throat> um, diesel fuel. So it's, and I've heard from people that um, know people that drive trucks that they're not allowed more than a certain number of gallons of diesel. Yeah, I've heard that. that. Told me yep. stop four or five times going to California to fill up. Okay, what happens when the trains stop, and even if it's just in eight or ten states? I'm going to be eating pine straw and drinking creek water. <laughs> Pretty close. Yeah. So well, some some examples, and I know these are probably not the greatest examples, but I used to eat a lot of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Liked me some chicken, and oh, I would yeah. go, I would go in over there, and the senior citizens would be lined up, ready to pick it, because you know corporate took over the accounting system, and they're no longer allowed to set their own local prices. And they could do specials on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and if y'all wanted to do these specials, they were still available. But, you know, if you wanted to to have a normal meal, I'm sorry, corporate now controls the prices, they control the kiosks, uh, y'all just got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And everyone was complaining, this was right before the recession. Well, let me tell you, the recession hit, and all of a sudden, everything was a $5 meal. Except now it's not, Jay. Right. And and McDonald's, do y'all remember, they went to dollar sodas, and they kept it that way till probably about six months ago. I think yeah. it's a little higher now. They changed um, it. Oh, no. And prior to that, it was like, I don't know, $1.70, 80 90 something like that. You know, some places are charging like $3 and a quarter for soda now, for yep. those few of us that still drink soda every now and then. But. Yeah, I gave that up. My diabetes won't let me... And my wife and I used to argue over that because I'd be like, honey, let's split the bill. And she'd be like, dude, I drank water. You got a $3 and a quarter soda here. Yeah, splitting this bill. Yeah. We, we, we go, Richard and I go to our favorite place, and they don't need masters what we want to drink. They just They just know water. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, best thing there is for you. Yep, yep. So anyway, that's that's okay. So let's go back over what we've <laughs> tried yep. to talk about. You got about two minutes to do it, so go. All right. So there is in the next election, there is going to be a lot of chaos. Yeah, we yeah, got you. over Donald <laughs> Trump being the candidate or not. And if he's not, is he going to be a third party candidate? And if he's a third party candidate, what does that do to the election? He will not win as a third-party candidate. Well, my name is Ross Perot. 
Same thing. All over. Yeah. So, even if he stays out of jail, which I'm not sure will happen, it's not, you know, it's just not going to work right without a lot of... And that's why we're saying think things through, find out the real information, and make your decisions in an informed way. Right. Totally agree. Not sure I agree. We'll see what happens. Okay. All right, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> you too. Uh, we can all make turkey noises and find out if we're right or wrong. <laughs> we'll do it in two weeks. Yeah, we'll see you all in a couple of weeks. And, uh, hey, we might even play some Christmas music by then. I just don't It'll be after Thanksgiving. Yeah, so that's, that, that, yeah. that yeah. is acceptable. That makes it legal as far <laughs> yeah, as I'm concerned. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, y'all have a good week. You too. See ya. Coleman's Live 95 is Coleman's Independent Radio. It's time now to check our regional news from the Alabama Radio Network, a service of Sound Mind TMS. If you suffer from depression and don't know where to turn, you can think Sound Mind TMS.